Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 4 of P-Dub in 20. My name is Alyssa Turner and I am joined by Maya Smith. Maya, how are you? I'm great, how are you? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Um, I'm excited for PWHL hockey to be back in the like full swing of things uh, starting tomorrow because, you know, the rivalry series is fun and all, but I don't know, there's something that's been really special about watching PWHL games this year, and I missed it over the last week. I agree. It's been weird to not have games on regularly. Right? It's just the norm I, now. It's also so interesting to me because, like, I don't know, I feel like, and, like, if this wasn't a thing for so long, but I feel like the rivalry series, like, just was not talked about as much as... Mm-hmm the January PWHL games, which is so wild to like to say, because again, if you were like that, that just wasn't a thing ever. Totally. I think, yeah, people, it was like the national thing, the little crumb Mm -hmm. of national hockey. Yeah. And now it's like, that's just a little treat. Yeah. Now we just get to see these players do this all the time. So yeah, which is so nice. And like, I think to, with, like, the example of the rivalry series, like, especially in terms of, like, how we can watch it, right? Because it's, you know, it's a little bit easier for us to watch it than mm-hmm. um, it is for us to watch the, um, the like, European games that were going on this past week, right? Yeah. Like, that's just, it, it just didn't, it's like, you can't compare that. So, like, it's nice to, you know, turn the switch to PWHL games where, it's not just Canadian and American players, right? Like you're seeing everyone and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice hype around it. I like it. Absolutely. And speaking of hype, um, we had a trade. We did the worst possible timing. (laughs) Okay. My theory on that. Okay. So for those who don't know, if you don't, wild um but they're the first trade in pwhl history happened this past sunday um and it got released literally i'm pretty sure as kickoff of the super bowl happened like i'm pretty sure um uh the kicker for the chiefs went to go kick it at the you know at the start of the super bowl and pwhl sent the tweets sent the (laughs) the 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 media release and we're like okay we're good and my theory on that is they probably had had worries that it would be scooped and it would have like I had heard from Mm -hmm. a a couple other people that they caught whiff of it but didn't really know exact details as you know insiders and people get but I think that they were like nope we're just gonna we're gonna do it ourselves which I respect I agree. I just think it's so funny because <laughs> usually if you want to like hide something, the time to do it is like yeah. right before a big game or like Friday night at 6 p.m. is the time to drop that press release. And this one was like, hey, this is a huge milestone for like in our league. And I hope you're all not watching football right this second. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, wild. Um, so the trade was we had it was between Boston and Minnesota. Boston trades Sophie Jakes, which former Patty, Patty Kassmeyer winner mm-hmm. uh, with the Ohio State University, um, and just an unbelievable um, uh, offensive defenseman uh, has a defender hasn't really like had, in my opinion, much of a 
a shot in Boston yet um, for on the other side, uh, Susanna Tapani and Abby Cook. So Tapani being like a higher level scorer, she's been great for Minnesota. Um, And then Abby Cook kind of like a a bit of a stay home defender, if I kind of had to define her. I don't know. She's a little she's a little all over, but she's a great player. Um, And I'm interested to see how she looks on that Boston blue line. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. We were talking before this that it wasn't necessarily the first trade that we thought we would see. I think that I think Boston got two really solid players. I I think like Abby Cook has a goal this season, but yeah, she seems very solid back there on D, a couple of penalties, and then Tapani is like, you know, finish legend. So you get some uh veteran presence there and also like some really strong uh, playing ability too. But I also think Minnesota got a really good player. What do you think? I, I think I, if I had to pick a winner, Minnesota's my winner. Um, and obviously the piece that Minnesota got is someone that maybe maybe when we look at this trade, and you know I could be eating my words in a few weeks. <laughs> Sophie could Sophie could go off because I tr- she got scratched, I think, Boston's last game that they played or the mm-hmm. game before that. And um, I don't know if you would have told me that Sophie Jakes was going to get scratched within the first month of the play of play. I would have been like, no, you're you're wrong. Like, there's no way. Um, I am interested to see how she does in Minnesota because her ceiling is so high. And I think yeah. playing in Boston, um, there was a bit of a um, like her her position is like she like she's such like high scoring, like high offensive player. And to me, when I looked at Boston's blue line, like that was Megan Keller for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause like Megan Keller age wise, experience wise, et cetera, et cetera, is ahead of Sophie just in, you know, I'm sure Boston and everyone else's like tiers of who you would give more minutes to. But so like maybe that was never really going to work out in the long shot. So maybe they recognized that quick and, you know, they jumped on a good deal now, but I think having also now the last two Patty Kazmaier winners are now in Minnesota, which is crazy. We got Taylor Heisey as their number one center. And then as probably their either, I want to, I don't know where she's going to slot in, but my guess would be either on that first or second pairing. And, if she's on the second pairing, she probably won't last there very long. She's going to be on the first pairing, whether it's by the end of the season or the beginning of next season. She's a great player. Yeah, I'm really excited to see her get some more ice time. And I also think that when you're like an offensive defenseman, that having a strong goaltending presence and other strong stay-at-home defense presences are is super important. And so she might just not have been able to feel comfortable on the blue line and with the goaltending they have in Boston. So I'm looking forward to seeing how she fares in Minnesota. Absolutely. And I think, you know, having a player like Lee Steckline there, um, who, um, like, I love Lee. I always have loved watching Lee Steckline play. But, you know, I think she's, um, if you were to compare her to, say, Megan Keller in Boston, like, I think, obviously, Lee is a bit way more ahead in career wise and like year like games played and years and stuff and I think having her um and I don't know again I don't know where I don't know if Sophie's practiced with Minnesota I saw earlier today that Boston had um 
cook in uh, uh, tap. Oh my god, tip. <laughs> I think it's tapany. It is. It is. I just. I can't. There's some letters together that I just can't <laughs> say correctly, and like I like give up on it halfway through, and you all just witnessed that. Um, but I think like seeing her with Lee Steckline will be huge. And again, she has. I don't know if she's practiced yet. If she has, I haven't seen it. Um, but having her kind of like under Lee's wing, like Lee is massive. So like her wings are like, if she had wings, they'd be huge because she's so tall. Um, But like having her under her wing, I think is going to be massive for her and her professional career. And honestly, I'm really excited for her. Yeah, I think so too. And another interesting thing about this trade is that Sophie Jacks was signed to a three-year deal in Boston. So I think that also contributed to the surprise of this trade because uh that's a long contract to then um and or trade only a few games into the season so it's interesting to uh, who knows what was going on in boston though we don't know about but hopefully and i don't mean to compare you know the 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 pw to the pwhl to the nhl here but in a sense of this being a real trade because in the past we've had trades like um i think of cwhl trades where um Aaron Ambrose went from Toronto to Montreal like that was mm-hmm. so like these those and then in uh the PHF at the time it was the NWHL but we've had uh Kelly Babstock who actually was originally signing with the T6 who got traded to the Rivs um those were two trades and those are just two off the top of my head where they're kind of situational so like they were first for I'll give some in, inside uh <laughs> like thoughts because mm-hmm. I know what happened with uh Babstock's um she that was height of COVID so literally her coming to um Canada to practice ahead of the bubble season wasn't possible so yeah. they had to make it work so that um you know they could they wouldn't lose out on the player and then the player could still play for a team and that's why the trade happened and this trade is a real hockey trade. Like this is mm-hmm. like, this is, you know, uh, a team has a situation with Sophie Jakes and they say, Hey, this player is available. And then, you know, whether it was, I, however, however went down was like, Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. Like so I'm, let's, let's have a chat. And it got to where it was. And I don't know women, women's hockey just hasn't had that. So like my point being is like to compare it to, the NHL which I don't ever want to do but because this is our first real actual women's hockey trade it feels like um that we can like actually you know pick apart a little bit more um it's interesting to me right because like if you look at I don't know I'm thinking of like a Hobie Baker winner like last year was Adam Fantilli like (laughs) like that's crazy like this is like the best college player last season and within what did what did Sophie play six games I think Boston's played seven, so she got scratched once. Six mm-hmm. games and probably fairly limited minutes. Uh, um, like that's that's wild. <laughs> yeah, that's wild that's to think not about. Not a lot of time. No. Um. So it's it'll be it'll be I think one of those trades where we're gonna see it impact Boston pretty quickly because again Abby Cook and um uh, Tapani are two players that are gonna slot in right away. They're gonna um uh 
Tavani might get power play time, right? Like, so like there's, we're going to see their impact pretty quickly. I think we'll see it with Jake's, but it'll be a little bit differently because like you said, three-year contract, she's so young. She's so like, there's her ceiling is so high. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm not sure how you decide that fast that like a a player who's never played at this level before should be traded, but you know what? I'm not a GM. So I, and maybe it's, maybe it's Minnesota also looking at this as like, Tapani's been great. Maybe we're selling high on her a little bit and we're about to get our number one defender for for the like for the next decade. Who knows, right? Um totally. but Boston maybe it's like, hey, this isn't gonna work for as long as Megan Keller's here for. So like why don't we try and sell and get some pieces that at the moment will work? I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be um I don't know. It, it, I also have a feeling it won't be the first trade we're going to get. Um, so we got an official trade deadline day. Um, happy St. Patrick's Day, because on March 17th um, is the official PWHL deadline day. I don't know if there's a time or anything, but that's the day. Um, and from what I've heard, um, this won't be the first trade to happen, or that's already been discussed. So, so buckle up, folks. Yes, I'm so excited. Super fun. Um and apparently the salary cap just does not matter with trades, which is wicked cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> playing on, playing in like video games with the cap off, but that's it. we can discuss that maybe a different day, but um, that we learned that over the weekend too. Um, and speaking over the weekend, um, grab those brooms because <laughs> for the second season in a row, oh mama, don't you cry. USA Hockey is getting reverse swept. Um, wow. (laughs) We're both Canadians, so... If you're you're in that locker room, though, and again, these games are so much different than what they used to be, right? Like, they're... For a while, this was like, okay, this is our time. And it still is, but, like, it was like, this is our time to showcase here and whatnot. Like, we're gonna get into these bigger bigger arenas and stuff, and now it's a little different because the PWHL exists. But if you're in that Team USA locker room, are you not annoyed right now (laughs) honestly i hope they are sorry okay i'll put away my canadian ego here but yes like i don't know we and it followed the exact same you know plot as last season we were all saying after three games like canada can't score they they brought Mm -hmm. the wrong players they don't know what they're doing and then somehow it just clicked and they did it again and it was so interesting to me so so it's really important to note because of the way the NCAA season goes and stuff that Team USA's roster and like their best roster includes a lot of NCAA players, right? Mm-hmm. We got Harvey in the back end and um, Bilka. There's so many, right? Like there's so many of these like top level, like elite talents that like are in the NCAA. Um, and for Canada, there's only a couple, right? Like there's, yeah. they're just so, so yeah, like there's, um, like they're just so in the moment, like they're like in a moment of sense of like the players that are composing most of Canada's roster are PWHL players. So like mm-hmm. it gets to a point of this series where because of the season in college and playoffs are ramping up and stuff and whatnot, those players can't really participate because they, you know, they have their college season. So it kind of flips a little bit, but what's interesting to me is, you know, you would think if you're team USA, you're like, okay, like we're going to lose a good, a good amount of our players, but Hey, you know, 
Hillary Knight's still here. And yeah. like, you know, we have all these like top level players and stuff, but like I it, they just look so bland. Like they they didn't change the lines. I, I felt really bad for Grace Zumwinkle because she's been mm. outstanding in the PWHL season this year and she was stuck on that third line every single game, all three games. And she looked like she was just like 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 just she needed someone to play with that was a little faster and she didn't have that, which was interesting to watch. Yeah, you would think that after a couple of games, especially game five, where it was just really all Canada, um, that you would change some things up going into the last game. Or, sorry, game six. Uh, I don't know. The 3-0 win for Canada. You would think you would change some, some yeah. things up after that if you're Team USA, but they didn't, and Canada really just won that last game decisively 6-1, to one, like. Which, I don't know, they just look so unmotivated. Like, it, it just, and they're on home ice. They're in Minnesota. A lot of Team USA plays for Minnesota. So, like, mm-hmm. not only are they really on home ice because they're back in the States and games five and six were in uh, Canada, but, like, uh, quite a lot of players are, like, actually, you know, in their home rink, right? Like, yeah. so... I don't know, they just didn't look, they don't look great, and Canada looked fantastic, I thought, um, other than a <laughs> a crazy goal, which I don't know why she was coming out that far, but Davian was solid, <laughs> except for that one goal, but um, yeah, and oh my god, Natalie Spooner, <laughs> she is, I am not even like kidding when I say this, she is currently one of the best players on planet Earth right now. Honestly, and like, you know, we were all talking about how great she was doing for Toronto, but that team doesn't really have a lot of people scoring goals right now. And then she comes out for Team Canada back from not playing the la- the first four games, and she just did exactly what she's been doing she in continued. Toronto, even I with the star think power. Those, yeah, I also think these games too will be interesting to see how Toronto plays coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Toronto actually plays tomorrow. Um, they got, they're in Boston. Um, and I thought Emma Malte was fantastic. Those last three games. Um, totally. Not only was she her typical, like kind of like gritty, like two way self, but I just thought she was dealing the puck. She was scoring. Like she, she was all over the place and, um, also really nice to see Sarah Nurse get on the board. Um, yes, I feel like she's been off. strived of a goal for a while. And uh, hopefully that kind of like gets, you know, some of Canada's big guns going a bit, um, which I think will be interesting to see. Right. Cause you know, coming off of that with team Canada being so um, PWHL Toronto heavy, it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see. And another player from Toronto who also scored was Renata fast. So um, yeah. it'll be, it'll be interesting to watch tomorrow's game, especially versus Boston, who, you know, has a good handful of Team USA players. And Ottawa also plays tomorrow and they had, you know, MASH got a shutout. Um, Emily Clark had at least one goal. Like they were just flying out there as well. I think that'll be interesting. Yeah, they're playing, yeah, they're playing Minnesota, which I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure the last time the two of them met, that was like... I think it was another overtime game, typical for Ottawa. Um, <laughs> but that was like that was a game where you know both teams had some really nice goals, and 
the offense was flowing and the goalies were playing great too. And um, I think we're probably going to see if, again, I should have looked this up beforehand, but I think we're probably going to see Sophie Jakes in the lineup tomorrow for, um, for Minnesota as well. Hopefully. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, and then uh, nothing on the 15th. And then on the 16th, I think this is that Friday we have, yeah. um, which will be because they all the tickets are sold out. Good luck trying to buy them. Um, yeah. Really expensive now, actually. Um, I looked up just to see. I was curious what the prices were at, and resellers got them, and they're quite expensive. Um, but we have Montreal and Toronto for the Battle on Bay Street at Scotiabank Arena. I am quite stoked. Uh, for this I'm one. so excited, partly because everyone has been rightfully complaining all year that Toronto has such a small arena Mm -hmm. and I'm so excited to see all of the Toronto fans and any Montreal fans that have made the journey oh uh, and they will yeah and they will gotta be there for the rivalry so I think like the crowd is gonna be amazing yeah the energy in that building is gonna be crazy yeah it's gonna gonna be be fun so cool I will be watching it on my television. <laughs> <laughs> so will I. I was um, thinking about going. Um, it is not on the network that I work for. Um, so it, I still could have gone. That wouldn't have been an issue. But living four hours away, it, mm. it would have been more worth it if it was on the network that I, wor- I work for. So I am going to stay home yeah. and go to the game in Detroit that is on the network that I work for. Which will be Yes, they basically just like made that for you. <laughs> I hope so. Oh my god, I like. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> and it's against Ottawa, or it's Ottawa and Boston, but more importantly, Ottawa. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have so many Wait, friends who are going to. They're really excited. It's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be fun. They're playing Boston too, um, so get to see some uh, like top level players there too. Um, and then uh, we have after that game on the Saturday, we got two games on Saturday. We got Minnesota. Oh, yeah, they had a home at home. I was, like, reading this. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yes, they have a home at home. So they're playing in Minnesota yeah. tomorrow and then in Ottawa on Saturday. Uh, Minnesota's in town there again. And then same day, New York versus Boston, which those games have been pretty chippy. So it'll be fun to see mm-hmm. both teams that are kind of struggling, too. Um, will be interesting to see how that goes. And then ending the week with Minnesota and Montreal, which, again, we're at the point now this of the season where – Every team has played each other at least like twice and yeah. coming up on their third or fourth time. And I don't know, these, these, it's, it's what happens with a six team uh, league, but um, things are spicy. I'm excited. And everything's so close together in the standings, too, that these, mm-hmm. like Minnesota playing three times this week, which is kind of insane, that could yeah, that's a lot. drastically change everything. Either in their favor or against them if they mm-hmm. don't have a good uh back-to-back especially so things could look That'll very different next week i know which is wild <laughs> right like it's, it's just so yeah. up and down i um was looking at like the point leaders and stuff and whatnot the other day and there's a lot of players who are like tied with each other at like six points or um like seven points and stuff and I don't know it's tight it's really tight yeah it'll be exciting and you know that they are looking at those things and thinking about 100%. where they can yeah where they can beat that person that they're tied with so 
I think it'll be, it's a busy week for considering it starts on Wednesday, (laughs) but yeah, that's such a good point. I didn't even think about that. I'm so off. I feel like today is a Monday. It is not. It's a Tuesday. Um, I almost said Wednesday. It is not also Wednesday. It's Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) This week feels like it's been like five days and together. Exactly. Um, I think that's my cue, though, uh, that uh, we, we are past the 20-minute mark. It's, again, P-Dub in 24 here. Um, anything else from you before we head off? Somehow we managed to go over, even though there were zero there was no games. UHL games. Like, hey, there was a first, first ever trade, you know? Yeah, we had lost to set. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you are listening all the way here um, and you are not currently a paid subscriber to the Ice Garden um, and you are interested in some exclusive content that helps uh, keep our, us paid, it helps keep us add more talent, et cetera, et cetera, uh, please consider doing so if you have the means to. Um, it goes a long way for us and it's very appreciative. Um, and again, thank you so much for listening and we'll chat to you next week. Bye.